In this episode, we talk about why to-do lists don't work. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big Another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to talk to you about probably the most used productivity tool out there, the to-do list. This is something that we all rely on to some extent or another, right? Maybe we're not sitting there calling it a to-do list. Maybe we've got a system, whatever it is, but we all rely on on this basic idea of listing down all the things we need to do and then tackling them one by one. And maybe we even get a little fancy. We add some checkboxes, right? But it's just not that valuable to us. It's just not that helpful to us. And so in this episode, I'm going to tackle that. I'm going to talk about some of the major issues with it. And ultimately, I'm going to present what I believe is a better system for our to-do list while maintaining the value that to-do lists can have. Now, before we jump into that, Support for this episode comes from Tiny Leaps Plus. If you've been listening to this podcast for a little while and want to take your personal development to the next level, then check out Tiny Leaps Plus. As a member, you'll get access to an exclusive community of listeners who are all dedicated to creating change in their lives. Each month, we do a Zoom call together to set goals, check in with each other, and hold each other accountable. Then we share our wins, losses, and lessons learned inside the private community. You'll also get access to guided resources like our goal-setting worksheet designed to help you take the right action consistently. Tiny Leaps Plus is the next step on your journey to creating the outcomes you want. As a member, I will personally hold you accountable to the things you say you want to accomplish, share advice or experience to help support you, and hold your hand, virtually of course, when you find yourself getting stuck. You can join Tiny Leaps Plus today for just $5. And if you aren't happy within 30 days, a full refund will be offered. Head over to www.tinyleapsplus.com today to learn more. That's www.tinyleapsplus.com. One of the most common organizational or productivity tools that we all use is the to-do list. Now, I've talked about this a few different times on this podcast, and if you've been listening for a while, you should already know my views on list making. But the to-do list is one of those relics of an earlier era, before we truly understood how productivity worked and before there were as many distractions as there are now. The to-do list as it currently stands just isn't equipped to actually produce the results we want, but yet we still rely on them. In this episode, I want to present one way that we could improve our daily to-do list. But before I do that, we need to look at some of the major problems with to-do lists so that we can identify which areas need to be improved. Let's dig into it. At its core, a to-do list is a pretty simple tool. You pull out a sheet of paper or your favorite app, and you make a long list of everything that is on your plate. Everything gets captured. On the surface, this is great. Back in one of the first ever episodes of this podcast, we talked about why list making was such a powerful tool in our arsenal. To keep this part of the episode short, list making is a great way to get things out of your head and reduce stress and overwhelm. By creating lists, we capture everything we're worried about. This process gives our brain the space it needs to be able to focus effectively. 
Essentially, by creating a large list of everything on our minds, we give our brains the space it needs to breathe. But that's pretty much where the value ends. Because with a traditional to-do list, the problem occurs when we try to sit down and do the actual work. While to-do lists are a good way to understand what needs to be done, it doesn't help you figure out which is most important. It also doesn't let you know which things are actionable or not. Let's look at each of these. And first, we have prioritization. A traditional to-do list, while it does contain a bucket of items that need to be worked on, it doesn't help you figure out which is most important. For many of us, we tackle this concern by simply working top to bottom. As we encounter a new item on the list, we ask ourselves, is this what I want to work on? If not, then we keep moving. But this is an issue. By going down the list, reading items, and choosing not to work on them, we are taking those items back into our minds. Here's what I mean. If making a giant list of the things in our head helps us get them down, put them in their place, and remove them from our heads, then reading and processing items on that list is just a way to pick them back up. So for every item we gloss over to try and process, we're picking back up on our minds. This more or less makes the whole thing meaningless. And the second big issue with to-do lists is simply that the items on the list aren't always actionable. This idea is one I recently picked up from the book Getting Things Done by David Allen. In the book, which is a great read that manages to turn productivity into a crystal clear step-by-step system, David discusses how actionable an item on your to-do list is. I'm paraphrasing a bit here, and I think I missed a little bit of his system, but he more or less sorts things into actionable or junk items. The idea is pretty powerful and goes a long way towards helping improve the to-do list, but I think it could go a bit further. So with that said, these are the two major issues with the standard to-do list. One, they don't tell us where to start, and two, they don't always contain actionable items. So let's get into the solutions. As usual with this podcast, the solution I'm going to recommend here is simple. We need to improve this system. As I said earlier, to-do lists are massively beneficial just as they are, not to mention they are already widely adopted across culture, so completely getting rid of the to-do list isn't that practical. So the goal here needs to be just improving the two major issues we outlined while maintaining the big benefits of a to-do list. So let's start with that benefit. As I said earlier, the main thing that makes a to-do list valuable is the ability to dump things off of your head. You can create a massive list that helps you think more clearly and focus. So let's keep that, but we're going to separate it from the rest of the process. Rather than one to-do list that we dump everything on and then work from, we're going to create a second list. We'll call this first one our dump list. The goal of it is simply to take everything out of our head without any consideration for how to do it, whether or not it's important, whether or not it's related, or even whether or not it should be done at all. So that's list number one, the dump list. By maintaining this list, we allow ourselves the main benefit of list making, the ability to take things out of our head, put them somewhere, and not have to stress about them. But so far, we haven't done anything that would address the issues. So let's look at that. The first major issue we identified was recognizing the importance of a task and in what order we should tackle them. And then the second major issue was how close each item was to actionable. Let's look at both of these together on a new list. 
Since we already have our dump list, the next step is to start processing the items on this list and categorizing them. If you've ever used software like mint.com or if you've ever gone through and categorized your expenses, this process should be similar to that. Create a second list called your processing list. Then go line by line through your dump list and ask yourself a few questions about each item. Number one, what is the outcome of this task? Number two, how actionable is this task? Number three, who is waiting on this task? And number four, when is this task due? By asking these four questions, you start to determine level of importance as well as actionability. For example, if you know that the outcome of a task is minor and that no one is waiting on you to complete it, then it would take lower priority than a task that has a major outcome with no one waiting or a task that has a minor outcome with someone waiting. If a task has a hard deadline that is coming up soon, then that would obviously take priority as well. As you go line by line through your dump list, your job is to move tasks that are important and actionable or important and not actionable over to your processing list. Once they're on that list, you need to go through the four questions again for each item. If an item is not actionable, then you need to start figuring out what the step right before it is and then put that step through the four questions. Keep doing that until you get to the actionable step. Once you've gone through the processing for all of your important tasks, then the final step is to create your action list. This part is simple. Move the three items with the highest importance and highest actionability over to your action list. These are the only items you'll focus on doing right now. So a few parting words here to wrap all of this up. I know this process sounds a bit complicated and listening to it over a podcast is honestly quite difficult. So I've decided to make it a guided resources, which is available to all members of Tiny Leaps Plus. I'll be uploading that soon. So head over to tinyleapsplus.com and join today for $5 to get access. Another note, you'll want to go through this process and then take a break before starting to work on that final action list. Because unlike a traditional to-do list, there's a lot more required in this process to find the right items to work on. It may take a while in the beginning and it may leave you feeling a bit drained. That's okay. You'll get better at it. Try to go through this process the day before you plan to tackle the action list. And if that's not possible, then at least give yourself a 10 to 15 minute break in between. This should allow you to recover and tackle the final three items more effectively. And final note... At some point, I plan to add a scoring system to this process to make it even more straightforward. So each of the questions will assign a number value to your task, and that task scoring will then allow you to quickly identify which items should be on your action list and which shouldn't. So when I do that, I will, of course, do an update to this episode as a brand new episode. Go back through the process, explain the task scoring system. And of course, I'll update the resource that's in Tiny Leaps Plus as well. But ultimately, the goal here is to improve on something we all already use, which is the to-do list. How can we make it better? How can we fundamentally change its approach to things without changing the benefit that is already there? And I think this system helps move us in that direction. So I'd love to hear your opinion, or I'd love to hear if you have any improvements on the to-do list, something that works better for you. Let me know. Let me know. Find the podcast over on Instagram or Twitter at Tiny Leaps. Find me over on Instagram or Twitter at Greg Clunas, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you're tuning in today. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take 
every day.